0: It wasn't
1: that <laughs> easy? Turned <laughs> <laughs> so, out it was. Yeah. We've got them on the run, ladies and gents. Welcome to the football ramble. The bastards are backtracking, and the revolt is underway. It's Wednesday, twenty-first
0: of April. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson, and I'm Hunter Raja.
2: Well, I hope you're happy with yourselves. I've got to go to J.P. Morgan to talk to Dave <laughs> tomorrow and he's going to cry and that's going to make squash on Friday very difficult. Very I'd difficult indeed, like to, I'd like, Marcus. Do you
0: know the th- Nespresso machines that are being smashed right now? I, cannot, head off this. I cannot
2: imagine it. I cannot the imagine it. The state of the executive toilets. I hope Mr. Morgan... Shit's made all over the walls. They're having breakdowns left right in the centre.
1: I hope Mr. Morgan is doing OK. Charlie. Um, to <laughs> quote Pete Donaldson yesterday before it all unravels, just just let them get on with it. <laughs> just let, them, okay. get it. Okay. let Again, them get on with it. Okay. Again, maybe the tone wasn't accurate, but let that's what you said. Let them get
0: on with it. They had a dream, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it any coincidence, though, before it really, really started to unravel, that a very important and powerful person said, I can absolutely not see it. I strongly say no, don't do it. That will take away the dream of football. Don't take away that dream for everyone who loves football. And after Sven said that, <laughs> <the>
0: <laughs> that sounded of
1: cards fell. that sounded
2: like the lyrics from a Euro '96 uh, England
0: song that we never heard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dearie me! because I mean, he, he,
0: he, he hates a buck, doesn't he? Uh, uh, well, indeed, indeed.
1: <laughs> uh, but I mean, my goodness, gentlemen, it's been. An extraordinary, what is it, sort of 48 or 72 hours in the I'll, world I'll, of I'll
2: restart my impression. Hello, this is John W. Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Sorry to, sorry to jargon. <laughs> I want to say sorry to jargon. Yeah, looks like, jargon looks like I'll be walking
1: alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my goodness, Fish. Sum it all up for us in a sentence or two.
0: <laughs> Some really rich people mm. proved once again yes. that, making a lot of money yeah. doesn't necessarily require intelligence. That's right. Or the capacity to be organised. Yes, it's funny you say And it that. makes me wonder why I'm not rich, to be honest. <laughs> I was going to say exactly like, well, that.
1: <laughs> you have to be that... If if you're that chaotic and stupid and you get to be billionaires, you say, why are more of us not doing that? I don't know. <laughs> um, Jonathan Northcroft, the journalist, tweeted, Martin Yoll always said, nothing in football is what it seems. What he meant was that behind the glitz the, and the, and all the glamour, the game was a lot more amateurish then you could imagine what a clown show this 4.2 billion super league
2: of the world's greatest clubs has turned out to be to, to be fair and i think that's a good point newcastle uh, premier mike ashley has said that before he said he he's worked in some pretty like weird little kind of uh, organisations and worked with some absolute cowboys but it's nothing compared to what he experienced inside football it really it is it's a joke the, in there the, the bluff <laughs> has been
1: called but my goodness this is just I mean, it is so pathetic, really, isn't it, when you look at it?
0: Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, yeah, I think that's absolutely right in terms of... Well, I mean, it's right in the sense that the the football industry at the upper echelons is is an absolute mess. Mm. And I think what we should take away from that is that we need to clean it up. As much as Tuesday night was was a victory... I feel like it's one of those ones where you celebrate for one night and yeah. you start up. we start up again in the morning. Oh, it's because, not over. Because there's a reason that cowboys thrive mm-hmm. in that area and, and get away with it. Because I think fundamentally, while this is brilliant, I am worried that they're all going to get away with it because mm. we saw how powerful the fan protests were yesterday and the fact that the government got involved. And, you know, that's all great for showing off, you know, or rather, you know, seeing off this threat. But... I mean the game is broken, that's what we've mm. seen over yeah. the last forty eight hours. Well, and it? and
1: it's who takes advantage of that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and while while those six clubs will be reeling, mm-hmm. you know, let's not be fools there, the, there are plenty more and many more within those organizations who are still plotting. Yeah, yeah.
1: We, we don't suddenly go back to UA for Peter, do we? And say, Oh thank
0: goodness we've yeah. into your arms. <laughs> no. so somebody
1: wrote, um was it maybe McGill Delaney or, or Martin Samuel said, uh, your um your your the enemy of your enemy is not necessarily your friend.
2: Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no party in this and I even include myself in this uh, are yeah. not um, problematic. <laughs> it's amazing, I mean, you've managed to damn yourself in this. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. With, with with less than fair press. I do get the singing feeling that 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 we had one public veto on something and we've wasted it on this aspect of football. <laughs> we could have done so much good with with this political. We could have, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, a lot of these footballers who are complaining that that that, that, that their working conditions mm. haven't been taken into consideration will be going on to mm. play at a World Cup. In stadiums that have been built um, over the bodies of, uh, mm-hmm. of of dead people, so it's it, it's I do feel like um, yes, this is an important victory, mm-hmm. but I I think I made myself very clear yesterday. I could have given less of a shit whether this went ahead or not. Get a, get a, do it, don't do it. I don't get, care. Be
1: careful because you're desperately trying to put yourself on the wrong side of history. Here, and I have to talk <laughs> you down from that. No, but you say that about the fans. But could this be an awakening, though? For, for for fans, certainly in this country, I understand with the Qatar business. I think that's that's that ship sailed, sadly. But uh, when you, I think the fans have thought to themselves, no bollocks. There has to be a line drawn in the sand somewhere. And actually, when people do get a bit of a taste of the biscuit and so on, and we see that the German clubs said no to this when they could have said yes, mm. the fans sort of think, hang on a minute, maybe we do have more of a say. Maybe we do have a bit more power. Mm. Um, you don't want to go. Power mad, of course, but you know, because we've often said on this podcast, with regards to ticket prices, with regards to other things, don't turn up to football. Now, I understand people have paid for their season tickets and so on, but it's a short, it's it's a it's 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 a a bit of a downturn in the short term for hopefully a long term. Because if if again we said this seasons ago, if 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 teams are turning out in front of empty stadiums, clubs may think, oh, actually, hang on a minute, they might have to sit up and take note. So they have taken note this time. Is this a chance for fans to go? Hang on a minute, we've got more of a say here, and let's drill down into this.
0: You know what? Um, I think that, but only after last night. Mm. Like it was interesting. Um, after Monday's show, my partner came back home, and she was like, "I enjoyed that, but I resented the way you you seemed resigned to it." And I explained to her that that mm. I was like, "Well, I suppose you look at you know what governments have done in this mm. country, and you look at just generally how football has operated." All the way back, you know, to the advent of the Premier League, I I said to her, like, I just don't know how much we as fans, as football people, can do. But isn't that the problem, though, that people think that? Well, exactly. And and I I did think that. And I was resigned to it on on Monday. And then I saw what happened yesterday. And Mm. I thought, well, actually, maybe. And I don't just mean the uh, images outside of Stamford Bridge last night. I mean the way that, you know, the Arsenal Supporters Trust have got involved and got actively involved Mm -hmm. in lobbying government as well. And, yeah, I, I... I honestly kind of didn't see it coming because I didn't think there was necessarily the appetite to like get out there and disrupt. I mm. think when you when you see a lot of fundamentally issues across the world, the best way to go against them is to fight as unsavory as that may be. And mm-hmm. that fight comes in many different forms, of course. Um, but but yesterday, Chelsea fans went out and, mm-hmm. and fought for something they believed in. 18 to 24 year old Chelsea fans. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. judging yeah. by yeah. some of the fans. As fighters. has
1: Leeds fans and, and we think a few yeah, little fans. Right, yes, yeah, 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 loads, yeah.
0: loads, yeah. They did,
2: they did sort of say um, in the, I think the Athletic piece said, the peaceful protest became a party in an instant as news quickly filtered through the crowd of Chelsea's decision to withdraw. Fuck Super League and we've saved football, quickly gave way to the more traditional songs in the Stamford Bridge repertoire. A chilling statement. A ch- <laughs> <laughs> an absolutely chilling Tillery. statement. <laughs> Good Lord.
0: But then I think like, what <clears throat> the lesson to take from it as, as football fans, and, and I think maybe the problem over here is that we're largely ambivalent as football fans, yep. unless we're wrong... But that's as what I mean. As a club outright. Yeah. Right. And I, so, I suppose, like, what, we, what we've what we seen so far in the last 48 hours is that there have been mm-hmm. high-level resignations because mm-hmm. of this. Sponsors are entering, uh, ending their relationship with clubs or seriously considering them, at least. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you'd also, you know, fundamentally as football fans, we love it when a referee slips up. We're yes. fucking loving the fact that these people who thought they owned the game have, have catastrophically mm-hmm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. But... And- you know there is there is power there and I think with all the you know with all the fucking statements that basically said sorry about that we'll probably do it again yep but maybe yeah. you understand why we want to do Maybe we'll that. talk to the players this time, yeah. which seem to be,
2: you know, a lot of this is, uh, a, 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 maybe that a, a few DMs uh, to players has worked uh, mm. this time, uh, when it, in the past it may have been abused, and, and players weren't consulted, and they are upset about not being consulted about their own working practices, and, and I'm, mm. I make it clear that perhaps this will raise uh, the, the players into having some kind of social social conscience on yep. stuff outside of, of football, mm-hmm. which I think would be great, but I think, yeah, it, it, it I think fundamentally, as always, sponsors probably got probably got cold feet and 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 mm-hmm. there was a there was a feeling in the air that that it might not be the commercial success mm-hmm. uh, that it is because they kicked up such a stink and 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 obviously the supporters groups as well of massive uh, not just the clubs outside of the of the, yeah. the six but the actual the ones that are actually involved in it and who find it very very distasteful like massive fan base massive vocal online fan yeah. bases
1: what if these people are going
2: to treat fans In between like playing Call of duty obviously of course yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if these people are going to treat fans like customers which is you know regrettable but obviously there is some sort of service and yeah, transaction yeah, yeah. involved so let's not be sort of too naive well actually what do the customers of other of elsewhere in in uh, you know in society you know when they're buying certain things or brands <clears> and whatnot <throat> brands and other um uh, you know companies don't want a bad reputation and we see this with various uh, campaigns, whether it be Black Lives Matter, whether it be um, you know on Pride and so on. Do those do, do, do
2: brands really care about uh, 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 those issues? You'd like to think they would. They certainly but, lead in in most in most spheres. You know, I used to live in Old Compton Street, yeah. the, the Gay Street, next to Chinatown in yeah. central London, and. Even the five or six years that mm-hmm. I was there, how much everything's changed. The Nando sign yeah. has always got the rainbow flag, uh-huh. things like that. But why C- did they change? Because probably
1: of what customers what were demanding and all I, that Demand
2: kind of and also, you know, uh, maybe uh, a lot of their marketing uh, companies are based in progressive areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's probably got a lot to do with it. There's and, a number and, of reasons. And, uh, yeah, and they're and middle-class consumers themselves, that the marketeers, and they think it's, it, it's the right thing to do. And, and it's always led by commercial pressure. It's never led... Yeah. It's rarely led by the conscience of someone in, in, in the boardroom. That's just the way it, it is. Exactly.
1: That's the point I'm saying. Spot on. So treat the football clubs the same until we can get real ground, if that is the way, you know, we're hoping... I mean, Gary Neville was saying about, you know, look at the model in Germany. I, I mean, that is a long way away, I think. But if you can campaign and show clubs what you're thinking with these owners then let them know because I think there is more power with, with the fans. And like I say, I think once you get a taste of that biscuit, you think, hang on, we don't have to put up with all this sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I it's a rally doing, in private. It's
2: just a veto on a very unpalatable, stupid idea. Yeah, it's one veto. It's one small. You're not going to change ownerships. These no, people no, no, have no, bought yeah. clubs. Like know, I say, that's that's a own, far away. So that kind their of their names above the door.
1: Yeah, of course, that's why that that kind of idea of oh, let's aim for that. That yeah. that is that is a while away. Yeah. Um. But you know, it mm-hmm. is good when when someone like Daniel Levy says, you know, we should thank. Uh, we should like to thank all the supporters who presented their considered opinions again
0: again, in, in like, watertight coffee bags <laughs> <laughs> yeah again don't let them get away with that yeah. um, because they, if they really gave a shit they would have considered the fans before then they of would course. have and so like I feel like I should say this as a Manchester United fan mm-hmm. um, the way they have acted over the last what well, would be a week now mm-hmm. considering when, when they started pushing this through has been despicable yeah And let's not forget that Manchester United, along with Liverpool, were the architects behind Project Big Picture. Mm -hmm. They were then uh, two of the three architects really pushing this through at the end of last week with Real Madrid. Um, And this kind of thing shouldn't be forgotten by what people might perceive to be a sincere apology you know, mm-hmm. on, t- on a Twitter video wearing mm-hmm. a gilet. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There was absolutely no consideration for the fans there. People who, you know, match-going fans of Manchester United who've been through it under the Glazers know that there's no consideration for the fans there. Mm-hmm. And any talk they have over improving Manchester United mm-hmm. has not been met with anything beyond, you know, leveraging with, with debt with the promise of transfer signings because Old Trafford is, is basically a relic now. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. Drastically need of improvement. Yeah. There are so many, many issues within the club that are just not being fixed. So, don't forget that the same people who are apologising to you are the same people who couldn't give a shit about you last week. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not. We've seen their true colours, and this isn't it. What we're seeing in in the in last 12 hours, in the coming 24 hours, is not. The real them. We've already seen the real but them. These,
1: but do you think though that the, the, the situation needed to have this? You could say, you know, maybe we'll look back in years to come and think, say, well, that didn't make the blindest bit of difference. Or to put a more sort of hopeful spin on it, Pete, is that you look back and you think actually that was the tipping point. That was when everyone went, no, this is bollocks. And then you you start to pull back the layers and you go, yeah, we really, really need to sort this out because the Premier League, as we know, you know, the genesis of the actual Premier League itself, da 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 da. What we need is to is is to campaign the league itself and say no, like when the Glazers turn up or when this these people turn up or whatever. You need to have the fit and proper persons test. Is a load of bollocks.
2: I mean, y- you're right to ask the most pessimist, pessimistic person in in the room. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to get you on board, Peter. Uh, no, I don't think. I, again, I, I think it all comes down to pressurising sponsors. I, I just think that's the only the only language anyone understands mm-hmm. these days. Stop buying Nissin
0: <laughs> pot <Yeah>. noodles. <laughs> I'm also a little bit. I mean, I'm, I'm slightly reticent to give the other 14 clubs yeah. their dues for, for standing up because knowing what we know of, of how football in general operates, you know, this isn't just a 12 or 15 club problem across Europe. This yeah. is a problem across the entire game. If they were, if any one of them were asked, they'd have done. Of course, they would have done.
2: And Everton are the most annoyed because they're the, like they're the most close to to actually being like there through a meritocracy, mm-hmm. I suppose. And like and you know, it.
0: and there's, it's no reflection on Everton fans, merely the owners. But mm-hmm. you know, Everton were one of the founding members of the Premier League, weren't weren't they? Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a, it's a, an amazing turn of events, and it's funny you mentioned the players earlier. You know, Jordan Henderson came out unequivocally and said, "No, we're against this. The players are against this."
0: How fucking mad is that, by the way? Mm-hmm. That they, they're they in charge of these clubs who spend so much money, who get mm-hmm. in so much money. Who do they pay the most? Yeah, The players. Who do they need to get on side the yeah. most? The players. Well, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't they talk to them? But that mm. goes
1: ab- back to the earlier point of how amateurish it is. Yeah. How it is, oh, we'll probably just do that. And it's fine because they think they're just running a company where well, the CEO or the head or whatever, the company just goes this, right, well, we're now, we're now working eight till six. We're not working nine mm. to five anymore. And everyone's, oh, that's right. Uh. But they have to go along with it, otherwise we'll sort off. Then
2: that's what they think. But, the, but the, <laughs> I sort of think this has given the Champions League a pretty big pass as well. Well, we forget, yeah, that, that like said. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not. It, it, I'm not on board with any of those changes. I think that the competition is bloated and ridiculous yeah. and stupid, mm-hmm. just as stupid as anything that's been offered in these plans. Yeah. Let's make that very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Better logo, though. Yeah,
1: true enough. But that—that's the thing, isn't it? That the, the Champions League, the reforms. That they made which are dreadful make no mistake about that were to try and appease these big clubs please don't do a super league please don't do a mm. super league and really you could argue that this pressure from the fans has kind of <sighs> bailed out UEFA might be a bit too strong but it
0: certainly helped I'm quick to welcome them back weren't they yeah well that's what he
1: said <laughs> uh, uh, old Seferin um he, he said you know that you can turn around from this which was a different tone wasn't it from Monday of you do that and we'll chop your heads off to on Tuesday was oh we'll we'll come back we we will forgive you mm. very different tone
0: tim uh, tim stillman on uh, on twitter at stilberto made a brilliant point as this mm-hmm. was all falling apart yesterday um and said basically we're seeing the the boiling frog theory mm. in in action here Witches. whereby you can't, uh, you, a frog will immediately jump out of a pot of boiling water. Yep. But if you put a frog in lukewarm water and slowly heat it up, it won't know that it's being killed, basically. Uh... And that is essentially, I think, what we have, what we're in danger of having here yeah. if, we, if we don't take further action. Because yeah, exactly. people will see this as a win outright mm. when really they'll just find other ways of getting to the point where they wanted to get mm. to in a rush.
1: Yeah, well, when you think about what uh, Andrea Agnelli said, who's obviously been a huge part of this, the, the, the chap at Juventus, there is a blood pact between the clubs. We are going forward. This project has a 100% possibility of success. He said that this morning. No, he didn't say that this morning. He said... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not far off. Um, but it, it was only what yesterday or something he said that that's the kind of language he was using and now he's had to obviously eat humble pie a big old
0: slice of humble is pie is Ja Rule involved this is like <laughs> fire festival levels of organisation oh, it is isn't
2: it? it is just a load of, like, uh, UNESCO, not UNESCO, they do World Heritage site. <laughs> what well, is it? UN, UN tents and, uh, yeah. and Petr Cech in the middle of it just trying to calm everyone apart. <laughs> <the> <laughs> oh, let's home.
1: talk about that. That was sensational. Oh, it was good, wasn't
2: it? Amazing he's, scenes. Because he's a keeper, he's yeah. quite tall, quite rangy. Uh-huh. He looked quite magnificent. It, it had proper keggy on the steps of St. James's Park after Andy <laughs> Cole had yes. been sold, rolled up sleeves, remonstrating on with, with, with the fans. You're going to have to trust me on this Could one. Could you but, have seen
1: yeah. the Bramovich when he announces the Super League? You're just going <laughs> to trust me on this <laughs> One. Okay. Uh, we can't get relegated from it. Yeah, yeah the yeah. fact
0: that he was a goalkeeper and lo- just looks bigger than everyone else <laughs> so it really was quite profound. He good. could do like the f- the frog yeah. jump, couldn't he? And cover more ground. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and reassure more people. Although, would he have known he was, would doing, the known he was doing the frog jump? Yeah, yeah. Ooh,
0: yeah. That's, that's good a point. <laughs> good point. The jumping check theory.
1: Yeah, I mean it. W- <laughs> Yeah. It, but it was extraordinary the scenes outside of Stamford yeah. Bridge and well done to those Chelsea fans for for doing that I did quite like one and we it, don't yeah.
2: say that very often do we well
1: credit, what <laughs> we credit <don't> you? <laughs> <laughs> you know we we want... did
2: on the tube was terrible afterwards <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we want our what was it our cold Wednesday night in Stoke or something was what MacLeod said um, but, but you know enormous pressure uh, that, that, that was put on there and I mean it is it is very very funny of course to see all this unfold but as the the takeaway I think at the moment is Let's not all sit back and go, yay, that's that mm. war won. No, that's a battle, um, which has surprisingly been won very quickly and, again, should give impetus that perhaps those at the top of the game don't really know what they're doing <laughs> or they're not as organised or as, or as terrifying as um, perhaps we thought. But what did you think of the apologies, um, Vish? Arsenal came out and, and apologised in a way. Um, Liverpool were a little bit more... Uh, John Henry was certainly... Um, more, uh, uh, you know, direct, I suppose, if you like, with, with his apology. What,
0: what did you think of that? I mean, just bollocks, wouldn't it? Mm. But, like, you know, w- within all the apologies were talk of, you know, we want to take the club forward, we want to do things better. We do you think it was improve. a bit of,
1: we're sorry that you're upset?
0: Yeah, no, it was, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, ap- sorry, apologies if, if anyone was offended I to by do this. this. Yeah. 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 And it, was, it was a bit like... I don't know. Like people grow out of that stage where they think they can change someone. Usually in their teens, where they think they can, you know, they can. They'll accept apology after apology after apology after being wronged. And I think this is this is the thing about this particular iteration of this threat that it seems so real, and that and the fact that they've seemed so like sure that they would they'd get away with yeah. it. We, we get this every season at Newcastle. Mike, Ashley he, he never speaks in
2: public. But when Newcastle flirt with relegation, and we'll probably get another one this, at the end of this season, um, he comes out and sort of goes, I'm really sorry about, you know, I will do better. I'm not a rich man. I've got the <laughs> all this stuff and pleads, <laughs> pleads absolute poverty. Um, so, you know, it, it's just all mealy mouth bollocks. It's just nonsense. A load of bollocks, ladies a load and, bollocks. and gentlemen. load of
1: bollocks. Um, but we're certainly enjoying this moment. All right, everybody, let's have a quick break. I never complain about the referees and the action, but this action is really incredible. Incredible. (laughs) Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's now time for your emails, and it's Toby Elliott on the jingle.
0: If you got a new nickname for Pete Oh, you're a big fan of Vich If you Jules to swear at you, or you think Jim's a dish. If you like Kate's pop culture references, or got a Sven story for Speller. If you
1: disagree with Luke, or think that Andy's far too clever, email show
0: at footballramble.com.
2: a little John Legend. (laughs) From Dale. Evening, gents. Since the news broke about the ESL, I've heard 30 hours of football media members complaining about how it is bad for fans, but none of you has made a case about why it is bad. If you're all so mad, maybe explain why. Point number two is that it is still 800 years before an English person is allowed to be indignant about anything seriously. And the third point is that you all sound like people at the end of the Dark Ages complaining that the church is losing its absolute power. That is how the renaissance started. You have completely missed the mark. And just so you dum-dums understand, if all those teams aren't in the Champions League, it would actually be easier for teams such as Ajax to win it. But instead of recognising that fact, you complain that Ajax will be locked out of winning the ESL. At least try and use your brain. Apologies will be accepted once you understand and acknowledge your mistakes.
0: Sorry for that. Dan. Sorry
2: about that. It's changed my mind completely. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah.
0: Just, it's not the rantings of
2: a, of a madman. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's fine. Was that
0: sent in an excrement, was it?
2: Just <laughs> still one of the jiffy, watertight jiffy bags.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 800
2: Thanks. years. Thanks Dale. Uh, 800 yeah, I, years. I said that I thought that was a joke and then the 800 years thing makes me think it's actually been... <laughs> Truthful, he actually we were, believes that. I mean, oh, we had dear. a quick
1: Google. 800 years ago, Genghis Khan was doing his best work. Well, look. He had... <coughs> got as he far as He'd Poland. love
0: the Super League, wouldn't he? He was <laughs> the Super League.
1: Yeah, he was a Super League unto himself. Well, That's that, what they say about him. There was no amount of fan protesting that could deter that man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good oh, Lord. Show at footballramble.com,
1: mm-hmm. everybody, for to, to send your nonsense. Um, right, gentlemen... Um, we hadn't didn't mention in the first half. We'll mention it now. That Ed Woodward is going to be walking away from Manchester United. Vish, is that a victory? Or are you going to miss him?
0: Um, I suppose in some ways I'll miss him because it got to a stage where you know you could when when something happens in the world and it, and it throws you off kilter. You mm-hmm. even something in your personal life you can attribute to being brought down by <laughs> that particular event. So. Yeah. Beyond transfers, I'd like to blame Edward Wood for making me put on weight over the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) He's quite responsible for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Hay fever, probably probably him. That's That's hit me quite hard this year. Yeah. Harry Maguire
1: confronted him, apparently. Uh, at, the, uh, at a meeting over the players, not knowing anything about the plan.
0: I was going to say, like, I tweeted yesterday that there's nothing that Harry Maguire couldn't head away. But then I thought, why didn't Ed Woodward just, like, back up a bit and just run around his blind side? <laughs> oh. and, like, it wouldn't have been picked up. Don't have Ed Woodward was Harry. like,
2: it's a statue from the from the atrium has just run in.
0: <laughs> I've not seen anything like this in 800 years. <laughs> I'll
1: tell you what, though, it is interesting that Manchester United, I mean, what what do the, you know... The Glaze is much scrutinised, of course. You compare them to Manchester City. Who who were one, I think were they the first to, to pull out of? Well, the so, so
0: Chelsea and Man City were the last to get on board. Ironically, the two with the most money have all of them.
1: But that's what well, that's the point, though, isn't it? Yeah. Some people said that they actually don't need the money. Yeah. Whereas whereas if you look at the finances of Real Madrid in particular and Barcelona, they obviously need the money. Agnelli's had enough of Serie A and has been the Agnelli family dynasty. You know, have been probably saying this. For <laughs>
0: he's years. Like, so he's not officially resigned yet because there were conflictual. No, no no, 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 no. He's not. He's not. You resolve. can't resign from your own family, can you? No, exactly. <laughs> I think
1: people misunderstand the situation <laughs> at <that> Juventus. <introduced. laughs> Right. <laughs> they very much got that locked in.
0: The way the way that, the way way that it was framed, though, there was an element of like, all oh, right, we'll get Man City and Chelsea involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a meeting. Yeah, fine. Like, maybe they can pick up the tab as well. Mm. Just like, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get the next round. Well, but... that's
1: what they want. They want the money. Yeah. They, they want a piece of the Premier League pie. And obviously they say to the Premier League, we'll, we'll come in. I'm not saying, oh, poor, innocent Premier League here, by the way, or the, these teams. But it's like, we'll come in. We've all got the money. Philanthropic
0: an <laughs> Sheikh Mansour.
1: Exactly, yeah. But, but the, the, a lot of the articles saying that they have a huge desire to be liked. Right. The Manchester City owners A huge mm. desire Because you know It is One could argue It's a, big a different old... kind of
2: project isn't it, it is and very and different it, And it's and it... a big old
1: PR exercise Well as teams well. like
2: Chelsea Teams like Manchester mm-hmm. City They were the ones that kind of like They were asked You know They were last in the door And, and, and first out pretty much mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that They don't need they, they They're not expecting a return On their investment To mm-hmm. that degree mm-hmm. But obviously clubs like Liverpool And Manchester United Very much do and get frequently yes
1: and uh,
0: you for sure so as I was saying on the uh, apologies on the on the Woodward thing <laughs> specifically um, yeah obviously it's a huge thing for Manchester and, and more specifically Manchester United fans because mm-hmm. he has been the biggest ally of the Glazers within within Manchester I suppose within mm-hmm. Old Trafford you know mm-hmm. don't really see anything from Joel Glazer beyond that astonishing quote on the on the first ESL statement but there's certainly a feeling now that with um if Woodward's going to go, given that he helped facilitate the takeover of Manchester United um, while he was at J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. And one of his first roles at Manchester United was essentially to assist the Glazer family. I can't mm-hmm. remember what the actual title was, but he was essentially there. He was a glorified butler in many ways mm-hmm. um, and and has worked his way, you know, all the way up through the chain to Manchester United to, to be in the position that he was I suppose, able to resign from. Um so, yeah, I mean, it's fundamentally a good thing. And I, and I think a lot of people were saying yesterday that, they, that it essentially could be the start of the Glazers selling up, really. Because I did wonder, actually, with with Kronke at Arsenal, with Henry at Liverpool and with the Glazers at Manchester United, this has been the end game in many ways. Mm-hmm. This is where they saw the return yeah, on exactly, on that right. investment, mm-hmm. and I wonder if if it's if this has properly been torpedoed. Mm-hmm. Certainly, in the next five years, in it and in its current guise as the European Super League, mm-hmm. then I wonder if they might think, right, well well, 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 fuck it, well, and, and fuck all of you because we don't we wanted money, you're not going to give us it, so we'll sell up. Yeah, in I mean, which case, enjoy your debt, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Glory <laughs> to God. Yeah. yeah. But
1: the end, but the end game is is really to turn it into that sort Of NFL franchise, kind of thing, you know, and, and you they forget it is a football club,
0: yeah. Um, but the, the thing about the NFL franchise is that like people see return on their money one yep. way or another, whether yes, it's exactly, by moving yeah. it out or you know, bear in mind, like one of the um, I'm, I'm probably gonna get this, this some of the details in this wrong, but you know, beyond the aside from the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. all the all the fancy stadiums that you see at all mm. these NFL um franchises are. You know, kind of funded by the cities they're in mm. and the states they're in, not by the franchises themselves. Mm. So there's so much that they get away with over there that they thought they could get away with here. Yeah. Mm. And the Glazers in buying buy Manchester United. You know, so, someone once told me this, like an economist once told me this a while ago. And it does it does make sense. But like Manchester United created a brand whereby, mm. they're similar to McDonald's and Coca-Cola, they can never really go bust. Yeah. And they saw that and thought, well, brilliant. Mm. It's a perfect way to make money. If, mm. if we can't, you know, become insolvent. We can do whatever. I, did, want, I think it was
2: last year they took a twenty-three, twenty-four million pound dividend. I mean, wow. like that—that's good so eating, shabby. isn't it? It's good, <laughs> it's good eating. Debt, debt, de- debts up. I think they're back in the back in the uh, back in profit this year mm-hmm. after the pandemic. So, look, Woodward's left the club in a in a pretty decent and um, state. You would you would argue. Mm. I mean, I, I
1: thought it was interesting that it's when interesting. when when everybody was saying it's doing a great if, job, if Jurgen Klopp resigned, you know, what was that that quote? Someone said, oh. There was a, there was an article last I forget where it was, and they said in in before it really unravelled, they were like, well, Jürgen Klopp he's missed his chance to be Winston Churchill here yeah. because if he'd have resigned, you know, <laughs> it was just like yes, brilliant. So there was a lot of chat of what's Jürgen Klopp going to say and do. Mm. Guardiola came out and said what he said.
2: I want to say sorry to Jürgen.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> and all this nobody was putting any any uh, pressure on on Solsha to Come out and say,
0: Well, I, I think he, probably, he, he looks like a little boy yeah. though, doesn't he? He's like yeah. standing. Yeah. I mean, is, that's is the, your dad here? I <laughs> can you speak to your
1: dad? What he should have said was, um, he should have said that ESL is just it's just all about ego winning the ESL, surely. <laughs> that was where the quote should have been. He thought, oh, you used that up.
0: I, I think he got away with the fact that he did press before the game on Sunday, didn't he? So there was an element of like, Oh, uh, I, oh, he, he could. Mm-hmm. You know, he might have been ignorant but he, you know he could certainly like put that across and so Alex Ferguson came out on, on Sunday evening and, and vocalised his mm-hmm. his boy I suppose yeah they're Solskjaer's dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> I very much enjoyed uh,
2: Pep sort of saying he very carefully sort of worded he sort of said uh, I'd love the, presence, the president of the committee to take us through the reasons why you know the, the, this this new uh, competition has, has come about It's like Your own club was part of it. (laughs) Ask your boss. Never mind anybody else's. My word. All right, then. Now it's time for the beer department. Antonio Conte!
0: I prefer to kill him.
2: Two footballers mashed together. You've got to figure out who the bloody hell I'm talking about. By the way, what did did Antonio
1: Conte think this? Because Inter were involved. And presumably he wasn't consulted. And that's a man you don't want to get on
0: the wrong side <laughs> yeah. Although, like, merging two footballers together is surely the next step of, uh-huh. you know, some Super League plan. Like the fly. Just Definitely. get them in and, like, yeah, and see what comes out. Yeah. Um,
2: right. Uh, are you guys ready? I'm ready. All right, OK. Uh, Do we work together on this?
1: No. Right. But, I mean, it feels like it. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> We're both it together, aren't we? We both have the same enemy. <laughs> um, I am the Dark Lord of Middle Earth and I am the eventless president. <laughs>
0: Dark Lord of Middle Earth. Oh. Do we not get the music? Yeah.
2: If, if you want, yeah. Uh...
1: Andrea Agnelli's the second one, right? Dark know. Lord of Middle Earth. I've never seen it. Oh. Uh,
0: Yesterday it was 24. Gollum. Lord of the Rings. Gollum. No, not Gollum's a small little troll fella. Yeah. Um, Frodo. <laughs> no, he's a good one. I don't rules anymore. Honestly.
2: <laughs> Sauron. Sauron. Sauron, Sauron, Sauron and and
0: we do work together.
2: Yeah. That was a little kind of apéritif for the main <laughs> event. There was another one as well. Edward Wood Voldemort. Edward <laughs> Ward Voldemort. I <laughs> I didn't know the, Voldemort's first name, so it, it meant nothing to me as well. So okay. That's why. I've What's Voldemort's hour. first name? Uh, something. Word. Vod. Ward? Ward? Ward Voldemort. Oh Lord <laughs> Lord Voldemort That's all I mean We're having
0: Nordic Voldemort uh,
2: We're having a go At these ESL people Being champagne. <laughs> we can't We can't bring anything uh, Better to the table. Okay. But here is the main event yes. From Graham Bingham uh, Thank you very much uh, Graham for this Particular clue I am an Aussie striker Who scored 11 goals In 43 international appearances And I am a supposedly 44 year old Olympic gold medalist
0: Striker. Olympic gold medalist, 44. Mm -hmm. Supposed. Supposed. Who? I don't know. Supposed. supposed. John Aloisi. I was thinking Aloisi.
2: Uh, It was Mark Viducanu. (laughs) (laughs) You had it. You I can't it. believe it he only close. scored 11
1: goals for Australia. Yeah, Considering like, eh? that he played in that era when he they would be... He was injured beat... a lot of the time.
0: But yeah, yeah, but they they would play like, Samoa and stuff yeah. and beat him 40 But I feel like he wouldn't play, would he? Because uh, there, he there was a stage back. where they wouldn't do the travel.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mark Vaduka Carney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the next uh clue. Oh, i got another one. You get another one. You get another Thank chance to redeem
2: yourself in the eyes of uh, sorry.
0: When is your chance to redeem yourself?
1: Never. To be fair, it would have been Mark Viduca Nwankwa Karno, so it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Bingham really? it's Bingham's fault I'm not having a go at you yeah, yeah.
2: Just, you just happened just to read it out yummy Bingham like he was never known just as Carnu no I always go. no, I oh there goes oh there goes yeah good alright Ben Thomas come on Benny don't let thank us you, down thank you Ben me. I played for the Holy Trinity of Real Madrid Barcelona and Portsmouth I was born in Larn and went on a play for Man United and became a Newcastle cult hero in the late 90s you've got this one
0: Robert Prozoneski. <laughs> Robert Prozoneski.
1: Ketspire. Okay. Born in Larn. Where's Larn? Ireland. Ah. <laughs> oh. Robert Prozoneski. Prozoneski.
2: Ah, Oh, come on. Well, I did help you out there. but has, has got I reckon Vish has got Vish, on both occasions, managed mm-hmm. to sort of Get in there! Yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, yeah, cool. Sorry, I'm the Sorry, I am the Super League. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I enjoy Marcus. How much you enjoy the competitiveness of that game because you are quite a competitive person. But um when you fail, <laughs> you don't enjoy it. No, <laughs> it's I like you, your you, 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 you're your own worst enemy. You have no idea. <laughs> How high I could fly. Um, uh, indeed, yes. <laughs> well, well, he's had a I, big
0: proposal fall through in the last 48
2: hours, has An enormous proposal. He was the shadowy figure behind this whole thing. Yeah, very shadowy.
1: Very shadowy indeed. Um, gentlemen, there was a match last night. It ended Chelsea 0 <laughs> Generally,
0: was there? Yeah, there
1: was. <laughs> it was always going to end nil-nil. Although, oh, Welb's nearly it scored a beauty,
2: didn't he? I'm worried that all of these matches until the end of the season are going to end a little because of this bollocks that we've had to sort of wade through for the past few days. Yeah. Um, I
1: mean, yeah, I, I, it was funny, wasn't it, that um, what, uh, Thomas Tuchel was, he was a bit sort of tongue-tied at times, wasn't he, when he was sort of saying, did this affect you? What what do you think? And he was mm. a bit like, well, I, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you, that,
0: that, that's that's an interesting point, though. Do you think it's a product now of the fact that more managers are... are well, I suppose we have more managers in football who aren't who weren't necessarily high level footballers, yeah. and who don't who are so absorbed. They're nerds, basically. Mm-hmm. They're so absorbed in the in the tactics tactics of it that they don't really want to pay too much attention to what happens above their heads. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought that with Guardiola, even though he was obviously a, t- a top level player, that his reaction to it, even though he knows who his employers are, was it was a bit like. It's like they don't understand football. And it's like, yeah, but you speak to these people. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. and I wondered about Tuchel with that in that mm. regard. Yeah, uh-huh. a big point for Brighton, though. It was. Georgina played in the, well in
1: the relegation. He running. was.
2: He was very giffable last night. He was, yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, it was it was a big
1: point for Brighton, you know, because again, lest we forget, there is a Premier League going on right mm. now. Teams are trying to get into the top four because apparently it means something now for certain teams.
2: It's Chelsea West Ham the weekend. That's that's a big big match.
1: Well, it is a big match, and uh, everyone will be probably supporting West Ham.
2: Uh, they will. Uh, if neutral, only their <laughs> if only their medical team could support them a little bit because <laughs> they're all uh, injured. I Do
0: know. you think this is this is it for for Fulham? Because I, I wondered in the relegation battle, it helps mm. when you've got two teams to try and claw after and now, now it feels like it's just Burnley well
1: if I'm honest with you I was holding out for the Super League to happen because Fulham do have a billionaire American owner <laughs> yeah. I thought to myself uh, when that swing pulls up on the thing surely we'll be away uh, no I think I think Fulham have uh, I think Fulham are all but down and I've thought that for a number of weeks now um, which mm. is a shame because Newcastle old St Maximan has, has to put the burners on and he's, and he's Pulled he's dragging away, pulling them away, out. away a little bit yeah well that's the thing
2: he's a one man creative industry a, a player of that <laughs> quality yeah. I'd, I'd just like to jump in uh, Lan is in Northern Ireland goodbye <laughs> <laughs> I said Ireland earlier
1: oh I see Northern Ireland yeah yeah he's in the island of Ireland he's in the island of Ireland. Yeah, oh, yeah yeah God. there we are <laughs> uh, excellent um, <laughs> he still got it though didn't he he still <laughs> got it he still got it that's why didn't I didn't it. get it
0: uh, I got it in protest. You did, you did, you did, <laughs> uh,
1: gentlemen. There's reports that Barcelona have offered Sergio Guerra a two-year deal.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So presumably, was that before or after the plans got scuppered? Because presumably they thought we got a bit more money now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah, sorry about that. We can't. Uh, we, we can't go ahead. Um, mm.
0: I quite like it. Mm. For, for two reasons, I I, I think it'd be it's nice. an underwhelming signing for Messi <laughs> to <laughs> get upset about. <laughs> <laughs> three, okay, three reasons. That's one of them. <laughs> Second reason that, like, I, I I'd like I'd like to think that Aguero can can still do it, mm. and I'd be it'd be interesting to see of how they can, yeah, how they work around him because it feels mm. like beyond Messi, mm-hmm. or rather, you know, the example of the Messi goal on the weekend was a great example of how. <laughs> everything around Messi is starting to work a little bit better now mm-hmm. mm. um, and I the third reason I like it is that I like the idea that because of Barcelona are in this financial strife that they have to sign geriatrics
1: <laughs> he's not uh, that
0: to, old though is he I know but like but you know injuries have taken a bit out of him I yeah. like the fact that they're going to be <laughs> they're going to have to become what People always assume the A League and the MLS are mm-hmm. MLS. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's um,
2: apparently in the back of the next year's City shirt, there's going to be a tribute to his goal at QPR, Ooh. which he scored, scored ninety three uh, in the in the in the back of the uh, in the back of the shirt. there's going to have the time that he scored the the, the winning goal. It's quite nice. To do them to do it's a nice little tribute, I think. No, I think they should so. do
0: a lot more of that. I think. I think they're going to do similar on the back of the Manchester United shirt. Well, be Phil Jones's face looking up at the big screen
2: when <laughs> <laughs> that goal goes
0: in. Yeah. And they're a Aww, a light. Poor
1: Phil. Poor Phil. Uh, tonight, gentlemen, uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Those super Spurs are going to be playing Southampton. And Aston Villa are playing Manchester City. Uh, Spurs obviously um, looking for a, a new manager long term. Ryan Mason's been given the job to the end of the season. Twenty nine year old Ryan Mason, youngest manager in Premier League history, I think that would make him
0: mm.
2: too young. Do you think? I think it is as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, would he have been born? No, oh, he wouldn't have been born after the millennium, would he? I I'd, I I'd, I'd, I'd draw the line at any manager's. He's not being like a twenty year old manager. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very. Very stupid. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, well, Brendan Rodgers has ruled
1: himself out of the running. Tottenham is a fantastic <laughs> club. It's a huge club, but my focus is here. I'm at a world-class training facility. The project we're in, we still want to develop and have a lot of work to do. And we haven't tarnished ourselves with that European <laughs> Super League bollocks he may have, may or not have added. Yeah, be, I think it'd be mad for Rodgers to leave. They're doing such mm. good work at Leicester.
0: He seems to have everything he needs there. And
1: they're more likely yeah. to be in the Champions League.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can un- the only reason I could see Spurs... Convincing him to have a chat is by putting money on the table, but beyond mm. that, like yeah. he's, he's been got burned a great before, squad. With stuff like that. Though, yeah, I one hundred percent. Yeah, maybe that helps as well. I think. I think he's going a test of the biscuit.
1: Yes, rebuilding one's reputation, enjoying where one is in football, and having good resources and so on.
0: Like that's okay. But it, uh, but, but you but can you just think, say, "Yeah, I'm all right here." But do you not think because of what he's done with Leicester City that it's rebuilt?
1: Do you, do you not think that? No, I no, I do think his reputation yeah. is rebuilt. Yeah,
0: that's that's what I think as well. I, I think with all due research to Celtic, that was part of the rebuilding, as was his first. Well, it was season or two at Leicester. It
1: was because you go up to Celtic and it's a bit of a free hit. Um, you know, Rangers weren't as good as they are. But I think even if they were, if he was still there now, I think they would. It would, you know, it would be a real fierce title race there, unlike we've seen this year. So I think you, you, you're right. Um, because when he left Liverpool, his reputation was slightly tarnished and. And so we're now, I think it's sky high. But those who Leicester, have... That's where the
2: National Space Centre is, Marcus. Well,
0: not In Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah they you sky are. Sky high. And beyond. And beyond, yeah, absolutely. Um, but those, you know, rebuilding the reputation and maybe going to Celtic, it's interesting that uh, Jose is being linked to the job.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that Rogers said that he was uniting both sides of Glasgow? Alt! I, I mean, uh, I've, I've I've massively done him a disservice there.
1: Yeah, there was something I remember. Yeah,
0: I someone, something like he was in a traffic jam and a ranger's fan came up to me and I like, said, "Thank you for for what you're bringing to the city." Something <laughs> like that. Something like imagine a... what Mourinho is going to be like oh, in that yeah. setting. Why? I... That would be quite funny. <laughs> enjoyable I can't wait. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Maurizio Sarri is being linked with the Spurs job, which is a lovely one. Well, they've kept tabs on him. Tabs yeah, cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, Hello. Got you. I got you. Yeah. I gotcha alright ladies and gentlemen <laughs> uh, there we are uh, on tomorrow's show Jules, Andy and Luke are going to be uh, in your ears uh, but thank you very much Ritush and Handaraja. thank you thank you very much Peter Donaldson ta-ta thank you very much everybody see you soon
0: this was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network